0: believe in fairy tales, we might see the giant fairy tale of all time. Melvin scored! Melvin oh, 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 scored in the corner! One kick, one moment in time. It looks oh, to me, as all tender and work! Wow! He hits it, yeah. it!
1: Does it get you every time? Every time. Every time I get this tingle on the back of the neck. It's unbelievable. TMA. TMI? Sorry. what's that mean?
2: Too much information. Oh, Come right. Come on. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> <Jeez. Hello>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's laugh out loud, not lots of love. No, yeah, right, not lots of love. Right. Uh, yeah. Big League Magazine, Run to the Finals podcast. We're up to round 23. It's brought to you by Slater and Gordon. If you have a legal issue to tackle, give Slater and Gordon a call on one 800 Lots to get through as we do every week. We've got our uh, all the latest from the game of rugby league. We're going to have a look at all the games that are coming up. So many interesting ones in this round as well. We'll go to our stats corner with CK1, Chris Kennedy, the number one man when it comes to NRL fantasy games. And we'll also have our fearless predictions and look for our social media star of the week. So all that coming up over the course of the next 30 to 35 minutes. And joining me in the studio is Maria Cialis, the editor of... Of Big League Magazine and Pam Whaley, Senior Writer. Welcome, girls. How d- how was Women in League Round for you guys?
2: Lots of free lunches. Oh, which is great.
1: That's uh, right. You missed last week, didn't you? I did. you, you were at a free lunch. <laughs> Getting um, drunk somewhere.
2: Probably. Wow. Oh. I would never. <laughs> um,
1: Insubordination there by you, Jeff,
2: Pam. Women in League Round is interesting. I think it's good to, to point out the people that need to be pointed out. But, you know, Pam and I get paid for our jobs and we. Actively sought out to do them, so we don't, we don't need any kudos. I don't think.
1: No, none coming your way anyway. No, thank so you. I uh, <laughs> <that>. <laughs> it's all the other <laughs> all the volunteers, etc. Um, <laughs> but it is great to see uh, women um, more involved in this game. Yeah, and I- the
2: players. That was great last week with Maddie.
1: Oh, she's unreal. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I see you're featuring on the NRL website now too. Justin Hodges has got a story up there about um, the nines, the World Cup nines. I tell you what, on the back of what the sevens team has done, Pam, over there in Rio, Mm -hmm. what a boost to your profile.
3: Absolutely. It's been pretty amazing. And I think that the most amazing thing about it is um, how positive everyone has been and how kind of seamless it has seemed, you know, just to kind of cheer for the girls instead of cheering for the guys. It's just... Just as good.
1: And you know why? Yeah. When I look at it and they throw 20-metre spiral passes that land on the chest, I go, <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate that skill. Yeah. And, and we're talking about Charlotte Kaslik, um, And she d- did some amazing things, scored a great try in the final and pretty much put it beyond doubt. There was a cover tackle she did in the... It was just a round game. It was just... like If Ron Coote or Stevie Mortimer had done it, you'd go, oh, yeah, great cover, great cover tackle. It was a huge, huge play in the context of the game as well. So... Um, yes, we have enjoyed Scott
3: that. Scott Sattler-esque.
1: It, better than Scotty Sattler's better. because the USA player wasn't stumbling like poor old Toddy <laughs> Byrne. Toddy Byrne got the ankle tap early. Can, can someone cut Toddy Byrne some slack on that night? Thank hey, you. Uh, look, what's going on? Apparently, um, did Jared Hayne play on the weekend? I might oh, have caught Jared,
2: that. Uh, uh, press yeah, look, press I, the red button. I loved that, by <laughs> the way. Did, well, well, did you, did you guys do the split screen? I had my split screen up. Um, and I think it's really interesting. I hope they use it again.
1: I reckon it's. a I don't know how much it costs, so I, you know, that's always that, a, yep. a, an issue mm-hmm. there. But I reckon it's unreal. You could go, okay, who's the key player in this yeah. game? Yeah. Red button them.
2: Yeah, because even if you're if you're at the game, you get distracted. You got your hot dog. You got your beer. Your mates are chatting. So even if you wanted to focus on a player, it's not that easy. No. Um, I'd love to see what you know Thurston does off the ball or what Cameron Smith does off the ball. Yeah. 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 Yeah, well, it's always interesting because they do those the mic'd up segment that they
3: do on Stirling oh, sometimes so on hot Sports, <laughs> and I yeah. love that yeah. just to kind of see what what happens out there, and you can kind of yeah see what happens off the ball, what they're what they're talking about, what they're doing when you don't see them you know with the ball.
1: You know, they had Michael Morgan mic'd up last year for one of those Stirling segments, mm-hmm. and at one stage I think they were playing the Rabbitohs, and and he did something, and he, it was a good thing, and they scored a try, and then JT ran over to him and said, "See what I'm saying to you? Stay in the fight, stay in the fight." So now with our kids. We say to them, what would JT say? And they say, stay in the fight. It's like, you know, it's like it was such a great insight yep. into how those guys work. It's yeah, that, that is. So Hayne comes back, plays 52 minutes. I reckon more probably than Neil Henry wanted to play him, but was forced a little bit by the injury to Josh Hoffman. And, yeah, he threw the intercept, but hello, he's been out of the game for two years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, It was unbelievable what the he tackle, was able to do.
3: The tackle that he did on Bodine Thompson I oh, thought was unreal yeah. as well, wasn't it? Just to see him. He just launched himself at Bodine Thompson, who's no, yeah. Yeah. He, his bigger body. And, um, and you could go low amazing.
1: and they score a try yeah. or you could say, right, I'll put my just body on the Just pinned his arms down, yeah. got yeah. the ball yep.
3: and just yeah. nailed it.
1: I, I thought there was one pass that he threw there when he went to first receiver on the left-hand side where he just cut out two. And it was just effortless and it hit, I think it was Nana McDonald on the chest and he juggled it a little bit and they didn't quite get it. I thought, oh my God, he's lost nothing.
2: Yeah, and even um, having Hayne come up, um, his talk was, outside. like for someone who's come into a team, it season, yeah. maybe you'd, your first game, maybe you'd be a bit quiet, maybe you'd let, but he um, he just commanded it, um, which I think would be good for someone like Ash Taylor as well. Like he's pretty good at that already, but yeah. watching someone like Hayne do it. Um, should be a bonus for them. I'm so excited for the Titans.
1: It's you know why? It's That's exciting. Eh? Yeah, it, it's yeah. exciting. I, I get the opportunity to work on the Tigers v Titans game this Saturday. Mm. It's like,
3: come yes, on. Yeah. how good's that? That is so good. Um,
1: so Hane goes back to Campbelltown. I can't believe he's never played at Campbelltown before.
3: Yeah, yeah apparently Home some um, trial games or something when right. he was coming coming through, but no NRL games. So. You should get a fair bit of support out there, I imagine. Huge crowd. Yeah. Huge crowd,
1: yeah. huge game. Yeah. 9v10. Yeah. Uh, if you lose this one, mm, I, you know, it's going to make it really hard for you to make the eight for for the Titans or the Tigers. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's the level of importance we put on that one. I thought Tedesco – I thought the Tigers' performance all round on Sunday at Leichhardt was superb, but Tedesco and that last try – I'm not sure it was a try, but anyway, we'll, we'll <laughs> move past that. But for him, he beat 10 players.
2: Yeah.
3: Just incredible. He's unbelievable. It was Jared hayne esque as well, wasn't yes. it? Just kind of yes, bumping off all of those players and just going, Oh, it was someone tackle him. Like how hard could it be? But he just kept bumping <laughs> off all of these guys and, and got that was just incredible.
1: Now you've got some rumors, uh, there's rumors going around uh, around uh, coaching positions at the St George Illawarra Dragons. You wanna expand on that, Maria?
2: Oh, just reading Twitter went nuts on um probably Saturday or something like that about... Um, as it can. As it can. <laughs> the possibility of um, the Dragons uh, acquiring the services of Ivan Cleary mm. and Paul McGregor going back to assistant coach. Mm. Um, look, they're just rumours, um, but the Dragons fans are really <laughs> put on a big... There were, there were people um, protesting outside the legs club as they do. when they started... signs yeah, out again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all, it's all happening. Um, I mean, I, if if any club were to get Ivan Cleary, I think they'd be thrilled with it. I just um, – I don't know whether that would be such a great idea. Oh,
1: gee, it's a hard one because yeah. the effort of the Dragons every week is very good.
2: Yeah, they're <laughs> not – they're just lacking that bit of like um, a finesse or, or something, especially the past couple of weeks. They've been in it right up until the final.
1: You know, I was reading whistle. about – and this is a big call and, and it's, you know – but Drew Hutchison, I think, you know, they're talking about, oh, we'll put him on the bench. No, you either – you – in for a penny you're in for a pound yeah Yeah, exactly so make the call Um, and to be honest I I think that would be the way that I'd go without knowing the personalities involved and all the, I think Mm -hmm. you have to do something you have to be seen to be doing something because if you always do what you always did then you always get you know what happens after that And, and, Mm -hmm. and Benji's You know, it wasn't a lack of effort, but it just wasn't happening for him in that game against the Broncos. And they very nearly won.
3: Yeah. It's a hard thing because it seems as though he is putting in so much effort and it's just not coming off. So he obviously really cares and he's trying really hard. Um, But sometimes that can be the problem as well. So there's really no one. um, And Gareth Whittip hasn't necessarily been in great form either. So it's... I agree yeah. With that. There's yeah. there's there's no one really standing up there and if you're just trying too hard to try and make things happen, sometimes it can just be a mess and that's just what it has been.
1: The only reason I wouldn't do it is well, Dugan's back. So that yes. changes the side yeah. dramatically. Absolutely. So, okay, let's yeah, they've see. had a few key injuries as well. Oh, he's yeah. the biggest one. Yeah. You know, with, with due respect to Adam Quinlan, when you bring the ball out, he, he doesn't beat a tackle and he doesn't support up through the middle like Josh Dugan does. Like, you know, he's such a threat when he runs the footy. So. And for
3: the opposition as well to look on the team sheet and go, okay, Josh Dugan, so we're gonna we need to nullify Josh Dugan, and then some of the other players can have a bit of freedom to totally to do what they need to do. So it does help in a number of ways.
1: Uh. Well, if you brought Ivan Cleary and you said, "Bring your son with you," oh. I mean, that could be exciting, wouldn't it? It'd really yes. exciting. What about that guy? Uh, what's he? How many games has he played? Seven or eight? Um, and he's just so composed. Like, if you said he's twenty-three and he's composed, you go, "Oh, wow! It's, a, it's yeah. amazing."
3: He's eighteen. It's insane, isn't it? Absolutely insane. Just the 90. the calm. No. The calm brain that he has, yeah. to just in those moments, to just to come off with with crazy things, like the try assist the other night with the with the
2: kick running at full
1: ridiculous, yeah, at full
3: just ridiculous.
2: Yeah. Um. Yeah. And they don't they. So after the game, they wouldn't let any of the media Hang talk on. to him. Except they the, let the Maddie
1: John show yes, speak to they him. They did, and then and he um, schooled Fletcher. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely schooled I didn't him.
2: Didn't see it. Um. But then, yeah, knowing the sheds, everybody was waiting waiting around, obviously, for Nathan, and it was just like nah. Um, he's been talked up too much, apparently. Right. Well, um, Peter
1: Wallace didn't help this week. He said, no. <laughs> well, G.I., Israel Folau, Nathan Cleary. <laughs> Anthony Griffin would have gone, well, come here, I've got to have a chat whoa. with Well, whoa. Whoa, whoa, I've oh, got to have a chat with you. <laughs> um, now, this is the other one. The Raiders said, we'll be lucky to get within three or four tries of the Sharks, and they beat them by 16 on Saturday night. I reckon their best performance of the year because yeah. they did it with less ball and less field position uh, than the opposition. Um, something similar against the Storm this week too. That they just took it down, down mm-hmm. in the Raiders. A, yeah,
2: it's hilarious because it doesn't work. Like we all know they're foxing. Of course they think they have a chance. They wouldn't They wouldn't play rugby league if they didn't have a chance. You know what I mean?
3: Of course. Yeah. Especially after their performance last week as yeah. well. I mean, of course they're going in full of confidence and they seem to um, – have a little bit of something over the storm as well. They're always mm. pretty good games yes, and they, they yes. tend to they tend to really get them. So I think it's because they play such different football as well. So um, yes, it should be a very interesting one.
1: Now, now the other thing is Aiden Guerra has been dropped from Mm -hmm. the Roosters, you know, that is significant because he's a current state of origin player. The other thing about it I think is significant. If you play on Monday night, you just go, what's the side? You know, there's deadlines that you have to meet for Big League magazine and the NRL, the official organ of the NRL. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But you just say, right, i just put the same 17 in and we'll we'll start from there and who knows what the side will be when they actually run out um, the following weekend. The Roosters made a point of saying we are changing our side and Aiden Guerra is out of the 17. I think that's significant.
2: Yeah,
3: well, I think it's um, going down the track that we just talked about with the Dragons that they're kind of not doing. They're they're being seen to be doing something. Yes. You know, so it's out there. He's not going to be playing and it is what it is.
1: And I don't reckon any Rooster fan would argue with you. He's had a tough year. He's really struggled and I don't know what it is, but he has really struggled um, to find his form this year. Mm -hmm. Um, But we hope he finds it. And, and gets back to the, the good play that we know he has. And the other two I want to make mention of, is a couple of retirees, James McManus, who I thought had retired, but he did it officially, and Sammy Parrott, uh, former Rooster, current Bulldog. You look at his career, the numbers, 22 test matches for New Zealand, 250-odd games in the National Rugby League, and I don't reckon I've met a nicer guy.
2: He's extremely nice, extremely reliable, yep. Sam Parrott. You know, right. he's in your team every week. You know what you're going to get. Um and oh, the, the runs he makes from dummy half, always getting meters for his team.
1: Yeah.
2: um, I love him. I think he's a champion.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And uh, will be thought of that way too. Um, So good luck to Sammy Parrott as he winds down his career. Of course. Uh, could win could a premiership. Affair. Oh, stop it, Maria. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. They're in the top four. The, what? The what? Bulldogs are in the top four? What? Is anyone surprised? Like the Raiders and the Bulldogs are three and four. I'm not surprised at the Bulldogs because
3: they do this every single year. You go, oh, no, nah. nah, they're done. They're done. Um. somehow they sneak in there and somehow they'll make an impact in the finals. Yeah, no, you
2: know, they, they have to finish in the top four because they could beat Melbourne, but they can't beat the Warriors.
1: Ah, good point. That's and, my theory. And, and the other thing is if you don't finish in the top four, you can't win the competition. Yes, mm-hmm. History exactly. says that with yep. this um, semifinal format. Mm-hmm. You cannot do it. Um, across the AFL and across the NRL, um, history says you, you cannot do it. So if you don't finish in the top four, enjoy your semi-final time. Have a
3: good time. As you but... ain't going to the grand final for a win. <laughs> That's
1: what we're saying. Uh, we're saying it on the Big League Magazine, Run to the Finals podcast. It's round 23. Slater and Gordon, remember if you've got a legal issue to tackle, give them a call. The number is one eight hundred triple five triple seven.
0: Tickets are now on sale for the Rugby League Experience annual Legends of League Grand Final Cruise. Spend the afternoon cruising Sydney Harbour with great food and drink whilst being entertained by rugby league legends Tommy Rodonagas, Mick Crocker and Mark Spud Carroll. So if you're in Sydney for the grand final, why not join in the fun? It's always a great day. For more information or to book, call us on 1300 885 718 or email
1: therugbyleagueexperience.com.au. Time now to think fantasy football and we do that with Chris Kennedy from the NRL CK1 we like to refer to him uh, around here does that sit comfortably with you Chris
0: oh uh, yeah I don't mind it I'd probably feel a little bit of pressure to smell better than I actually do but <laughs> aside from
1: that, you should anyway <laughs> <a
3: major
2: problem.
1: laughs> all right let's have a look at the uh, the week that was and first of all are we getting you here under false pretenses like are you leading your fantasy teams uh, competitions by just huge amounts
0: I wouldn't say wide margin, but I'm yet to be knocked out of any of my fantasy leagues. So oh, on, that, okay. uh, on that metric, yeah, I'm still fine. So I'm not a fraud yet. Right, Maybe next week is, I will be.
1: Your bona fide is uh, uh, well and truly in place. So, All right, who's your standout player from uh, round 22 of the competition?
0: Um, round 22, I was a big fan of, uh, of young Jack DeBellin who just got through a monstrous amount of work, uh, against Brisbane on Thursday night. like 57 tackles, 180 odd metres, a couple of busts and offloads to go with that, played the full 80 minutes in the absence of Tyson Frazell. I was, uh, I'm going to give myself a rap because I'm here to talk myself up. I <laughs> made a captain so that, uh, worked out quite well, well for me.
3: You're going <laughs> against your own advice. You've told us that you should always make Cameron Smith captain. And then yeah. gone against.
0: But okay, I, I retracted that advice last week, so I'm yeah, not right. technically contradicting myself this week. <laughs> but
1: you were from three weeks ago.
0: <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think the older uh, Captain Camera every week might have gone by the wayside. All right.
3: Anyone um, who people should be looking to sell this week? Elijah Taylor, for instance, maybe Anthony Morford. <laughs>
0: few guys on the scrap heap. Yeah, Elijah obviously, uh, unfortunately, popped a bit of a concussion early last week, which uh, led to him getting a single-figure score. No reason he can't bounce back this week because obviously it was just a one-off kind of injury. Um, but having said that, he's not your, your top-tier keeper, so if you can afford to upgrade him, then he's one of those guys you can start to move on. Um, Elliot Whitehead, only 30 last week. He's uh, unpopular with a few fantasy coaches at the moment. He's another one everyone's looking to upgrade. And uh, I think you mentioned Anthony Milford there, who... We've been thinking for a while, he was, even when he was scoring well at the start of the year, he was sort of good one week and quiet the next week, but he's been very quiet for a lot of weeks now. And uh, at this time of year, you just can't afford that. So get him out of there and get in uh, Cherry Evans or Sean Johnson or um, even young Nathan Cleary if you somehow don't have him yet. Chris,
2: um, you know, at Big League, we're all Jared all the time. Yeah. Um, yep. yeah considering he's starting at 5'8", um, is he worth it? Do you think, um, will he make as many points as he would at, say, fullback?
0: Uh, not probably as many as at fullback. We don't really have a huge form line on Jared at 5'8". Obviously, even when he was in the NRL, he, uh, he only ever had sort of shortish stints there, and it was fullback where he really lit up and he got those huge running metres and, and tackle bus sort of counts to go along with his other sort of attacking stats. Um, probably get a few more tackles and, and hopefully play 80 rather than 50 uh, this week, having sort of blown the cobwebs out last week. But... Unless he, um, unless he really lights up in terms of putting a few people over for tries or running through for a couple himself, I, I still don't think he's going to uh, live up to his price tag in the, in the short term unless he moves to fullback. So i would probably play the wait-and-see game on, on Charo at this point. What is
1: his price tag, just out of interest?
0: Uh, he came in at 380, so he's probably dipped a uh, a couple of dollars after his 23 last week. Yeah, down to 364 now, so okay. uh, high ish break even, so you can afford to wait. Break even at 60, so if he doesn't score more than 60, he's going to uh, drop in price again.
1: Okay, Josh Hodgson was a bit of a star. He's not in your team.
0: He's not in my team. He was incredible last week. I don't, that first 40, I don't know if I've seen a hooker play better in a 40-minute period. That was just amazing. Um, but, yeah, he's not really that consistent of a scorer. He's not bad. He's certainly not the worst. Um, his last few weeks have been pretty good, obviously, boosted by that 89 last week. But at this time of year, again, you want those absolute top-shelf keepers, and everyone after Cam Smith's probably a bit of a step down. Mm.
3: What are you thinking about Jonathan Thurston as well? He had a bit of a dip last week. Is he, do you hang on to him?
0: Well, yeah, he, uh, everyone was jumping on Thurston after the origin period, you know, origin behind him. He should have a, a good run home. And then obviously he picked up that little hammy tweak after that uh, incredible kicking performance in the first half uh, up in Townsville three weeks ago. Um, quietest last week, the Tigers did a really good job on him. Mm. Um, it's got to be said. Um, they, they really smothered him and, and cut down his time and, and piled on the the kick pressure so he uh, he didn't score a lot last week maybe he wasn't 100% as well I think he probably should be good for the run home so he's uh, I think he's a hold if you've got him but probably not a buy at the moment if you don't have him.
1: CK1 question without notice Uh, if there was a tweak you could make to the scoring system uh, whether it to be more like the actual game itself or or something that's easily measured that you think's important what would it be?
0: Um, so the one I, I've campaigned for this for a, a few years, actually, is I think uh, players deserve a reward in terms of fantasy points. I know this would be on all the players' mind if you, if you spoke to them behind the scenes. They don't currently get rewarded for a, a big play that earns their team possession. So we're talking things like a, an intercept, a one-on-one steal, a big tackle that knocks the ball out, even forcing a goal on out are currently not recognised by fantasy. So I'd love to find Ooh. some way to, uh, to get those in. Wow,
1: the one-on-one strip, massive one. play. That's... Um yeah, that should be rewarded.
3: Well, join your campaign. Mm. Tell us where you pick
2: it.
1: Yeah. What's your hashtag?
3: Hashtag. Um... <laughs> hashtag
2: all these changes for NRL
0: Fantasy.
3: Oh, <laughs> Turnover is rewarded for NRL <laughs> <laughs> Fantasy now. <laughs>
0: My okay. last campaign hashtag, hashtag Fence for Country, never really gathered a lot of steam. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I was
3: right, I was right on the campaign trail. Now.
1: Yeah, so. He's now playing <laughs> yeah. in the intra-super premiership. But anyway, CK1, uh, we uh, <laughs> do appreciate speaking to you every week. Um, all right, now. The last couple of weeks has been consolidate. Are we still consolidating?
0: Still consolidating. Get rid of those auto emergency risks buying the big guns and uh, and just use use your trades for the run home.
1: I think coaches all around the NRL are saying getting rid of their auto emergency picks as we speak. <laughs> um, good on you, mate. We do uh, appreciate talking and uh, we'll speak again next week. Thanks, guys. Thanks, CK yeah. okay. Chris Kennedy. There from the NRL fantasy game is a guru. Just asking. Run to the Finals podcast brought to you by Big League Magazine. We're into round 23. Uh, it's also brought to you by Slater and Gordon. Give them a call if you've got a legal issue to tackle on one 800 555 Well, Maria and Pam, let's go through the games for this weekend and what's in the Big League Magazine. First up, uh, Thursday night, Bulldogs up against the Sea Eagles at ANZ Stadium. Let me guess which way you're going, Maria.
2: Oh, I think I'd be going <laughs> where everybody else is going. Yeah, I'm going... Bulldogs, I think, oh, great. mainly were no, not that great <laughs> last week. <laughs> um, yeah, look, just uh, just based on last week's performance, and probably too far gone to reach the top eight at this point. Seagulls, so mm. back in the Bulldogs.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think Bulldogs. I think I don't think we should underscore how improved Newcastle were at home last week, yeah, and correct. they had they had to play, um, they had to play the Bulldogs to win that one, and they did it. Still, don't think you know. There's obviously a lot of things they can iron out, but. Um, And with Sam Cassiano just whispering sweet nothings in Moses Mbye's ear to help him, wasn't it funny?
2: And he didn't even spray him afterwards. I just sort of turned around and been like. Are you all right?
1: He didn't even know it. I spoke Moses to Moses. Oh, yeah, I said, Moses, what was he saying? And he own. said, Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I wasn't even listening. Couldn't even hear it.
3: i and then I saw he did an interview a couple of days ago though, and he said, Oh, he was he was saying that he was cold. He wanted to go home. Yeah, I, I want to go home. I'm hungry. Like, He's hurry <laughs> up and take this. Hurry up. Here? Yeah, you
1: could hear him say, "Hurry oh, yeah. up." <laughs> it does take a lot of time. Uh, <laughs> so Moses Mbai, we agree. Uh, sorry, Bulldogs with Moses Mbai, we agree on uh, Thursday night, Friday night now. This is getting a little bit funky, isn't it? Uh, Broncos up against the Eels, up at Tunkle.
2: I think at this point the Eels are, are really in it just to m- make those upsets and, mm. you know, give teams' finals chances a bit of a blow. So um, I had a hard time picking this one. I went with the Broncos just because I don't think they can go into the finals in this vein of form, like especially last week. That was a very close game against yes. the Dragons. Um yes. And they need to sort of rediscover a little bit of magic in front of their home crowd. There'll be lots of people out there, you know, things of that nature.
1: Yeah, Friday night, obviously back up there, I think mm. um, they're going to be very hard. Too much to play for, you think. But you guys have come up with your analyst in Big League magazine. Really interesting stats on Ben Hunt and Anthony Milford. Talk me through those, Maria.
2: So um, it's a different amount of games, but we sort of sort of charted a drop-off well, the analyst charted a drop-off from yep. about round 13. Yeah. Um, ben Hunt round, uh, rounds 1 to 13, 17 try assists. Ben Hunt rounds 14 to 22, two try assists.
1: Mm, so how many games are we talking? Because they would have missed three game, two uh, two games there in with the buys. Yeah. Um, okay, so we're talking seven games.
2: Um, Anthony Milford drops in, tries, drops in, line breaks, drops in, line break assist. He hasn't made a line break since round 13. Wow. Anthony Milford? Wow. Yeah.
1: That isn't, I thought he played pretty well, actually, in, in that game against the Dragons. So I thought he was back to some control mm. um, in difficult conditions. So, uh, look, I think the Broncos win, but I don't see it as being – and the other reason I'm going – if that was a Parramatta, I'd go Parramatta.
3: Well, I'm going the Broncos because they should win this. They need to, and mm. there's no reason why they can't. You know, they're, they're basically um, – strength here they're at home they need to find some form going into the finals para is here just to as you said maria just to cause some upsets and they have a team that is pretty far removed from their ideal um starting team so uh no bro scott this week as as well so um but i think that they'll they'll put in a good effort because they have been every week yeah. so um but broncos should win
1: what we can say about the Eels on their run home is that they're going to be of nuisance value um, to yeah. a lot of teams. And that's exactly how the NRL administration would describe the Eels uh, during the course of 2016. <laughs> nuisance value to them. Uh, West Tigers up against the Titans. This is huge. Three o'clock Saturday, Campbelltown Stadium. Get out there. Watch the Stars come out to play. James Tedesco up against Jared Hayne and Mitchell Moses, and et cetera, et cetera. Um, this is a huge game. I, as I said, I reckon the side that loses this doesn't make the semi-finals. And I'm going to go on the back of that performance last week at, at Leichhardt. I'm going to I'm going to say the home side wins it.
2: Yeah, I agree. I'm leaning towards the West Tigers. However, the Titans, um, if you watch that game against the Warriors, the Warriors probably played the best they have all year. True. Um, and they were in it right up until sort of the last minute. The scoreline probably didn't reflect that. But um, it's going to be a really tight game. I think it'll be very exciting. I'm really yeah. looking forward to it.
3: Yeah. This is a it's, – it's going to be a great game, and I think everyone is really excited about it. But I, I – it, it's interesting to see how far we've probably come a few weeks ago, even, you know, five or six weeks ago, who would have thought that everyone would be, you know, gagging for this mm-hmm. game, <laughs> West Tigers v Titans at Campbelltown on a on a Saturday afternoon. I mean, um, aside from, you know, the diehards and, and things like that, but the, the entire, you know, anyone who's an NRL fan is going to be watching this game, I think. So um, I think the Titans, sorry, the Tigers will come away with it, but I think... Think it's going to be a cracker.
1: The schedule for uh, Fox Sports came out about eight or nine weeks ago, and I was like, "Oh, okay, I get, I got the yeah, Saturday game. Tigers right. yep. first time. No, no, problem." Fast forward to now, and it's like, woo
3: yeah.
1: Um. There were four hundred thousand people watched the Sunday two pm game. Mm-hmm. That was a maximum audience. So I think it averaged at about three hundred. They just blow the figures out of the water. Yeah. That wasn't counting the red buttons either. By the way, that wasn't. I don't know how I many. I wonder people. what
3: that was. Did you see all the the, the, the Titans many?
1: guys at training when he was doing recovery? Jared Hayne. They were saying, "Oh, if I press the red button, can I watch you train? <laughs> can I press the red button?" I thought that was very good. Very good. Um. Yeah, that's a huge game. I, I like the West Tigers in that one. Uh, to continue their winning run. Yeah, because they've won three on the trot too and yeah. challenging for semi-finals. So a uh, complete change in complexion. Warriors v. the Rabbitohs over there uh, at Mount Smart Stadium. Uh, yeah, I was impressed with the Warriors last Sunday. Mind you, I was impressed with South Sydney to go down there and, mm-hmm. and do that against the Storm. I don't have confidence that they'll back it up. So from that point of view, Warriors.
2: Yeah, I, I think the Warriors um have hit a bit of a bump with Isaac Luke's injury, which is unfortunate he won't be back to around twenty six. Mm. But um, you know, they, they if they're fed in coming about making the finals, which I think they will, this is a game that they need to win again. Kinda like Brisbane, kinda like yeah. The Tigers. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh um.
2: Salomone Carter. What about that? Oh, fan Whoa, fan.
1: Oh. Watched that on replay John. a few yeah. times. That oh, was yeah. unreal.
2: He's, unreal. Poor um, Anthony Tom. He's had a great season, like yeah. kind of from nowhere.
1: He's a very good player. Yeah. yeah. He, yeah. he was... A, so strong. He won the Jack Gibson medal for Man of the Match in the 2014 NYC Grand Finals, scored three tries in that game. Yes. And was very good. Last year in his first season. You know, and he comes from an island that is smaller than where Conrad Hurrell is from. Wow. Oh, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he... There was no organized sport on his island yep. whatsoever. Just so naturally gifted. Yeah. when He's he got first that body shape and mm. a oh, low perf- centre
3: of perf- gravity perfect. and he's yeah. strong and
1: it's quick. Yeah. And when he first came to the Warriors, he could literally not speak English. Wow. Yeah. And now he's um he's a killing guy that's it. It. a star, star in the national. We put regular. hashtags
2: in front of things now, Jimmy too. Hashtag killing it. Hashtag, hashtag Oh, oh it. sorry, okay. <laughs> yeah,
1: <right>. The kids. What <laughs> like oh, they're accusers. doing these days. The kids trying to
2: keep
3: up.
1: Um dragons uh, up against the Sharks, hashtag need a win, <laughs> both of them. Um, and, gee, I, I'm going to tip the Sharks, but I'm not doing it with any confidence.
2: That's interesting. Mm. Um, yeah, well, the local, yeah, the local uh, going on it. Um, look, Sharks need a win. Yep. It's a God, It's a common theme going through um, all these games, isn't yeah, it? Yeah,
1: they're so important.
2: Yeah, and, I mean, nobody's... nobody's Forgetting what the sharks have done and and how no. good they actually are, but um, whether or not they needed a loss or anything like that, they definitely need to not win. Well, yeah, they need to beat the dragons. Well,
3: yeah, they need to come out and make a statement here. I think because if they can't if they can't get it over the dragons, considering how the dragons have been playing, yes, there'll be big questions asked about how they can perform in the next few weeks and then going into the finals as well. So they got to get a win here.
1: But you think about the dragons; they lost thirteen ten to the bulldogs. Mm. At the Bulldogs' home ground, then they go down there and they lose just to the Broncos on a rain-sodden Thursday night. They're not that far away. Dugan's back, Frizzell is back, Thompson's back. Um, I, I know Ennis is the big inclusion for the Sharks. Yeah, I think they that, missed I, him last night. Yeah, week. absolutely. Uh, in fact, speaking to some of the uh, uh, staff down there, who so, you know, who's the player you, you don't want to miss? You think not oh, James Maloney or Ben Bubba. Mickiness, And this is the guy that re- is retiring at the end of the year, which is interesting in itself. So um, I'll go the Sharks, as I said, but I reckon, again, another tight one there. Knights v Panthers. This, you think the Panthers should win it. Um, I've got a bit of breaking news on this one. Chris Grevesmull, arm injury, elbow injury, four weeks. Oh, dear. Ooh. Just coming into form. Uh, so he is going to be a loss for them. Not a, you know, he is a key player, but he's not a halfback or a fullback or a, or a hooker or anything. But... Um, and I still think the Panthers win uh, because I reckon they're they're aside, if they make the bottom half of the eight and they have a big chance of doing that, maybe even a home final, no one wants to play them because they have power, explosiveness, flamboyance, and when they get it right, they're really hard to contain.
2: Yeah, they were very good last week. Um, I've tipped the Panthers, but um, however, Newcastle, I feel like they're just they, – they will get a win in these last few weeks. I don't mm. know against who, but like – they're not. They're not playing badly. Yeah. No. Um. It's it's a bit painful to watch, to be honest, because I I want them to succeed. So um, it's kind of a danger game for the Panthers, much like it was for the Bulldogs. They were they were locked up for a while there. Um, yeah. So I d- I think it'll be closer probably than we think.
3: Yeah, I think if the Panthers, definitely they need to go into this thinking we need to win, but we need to, we're need we going to have to work hard to get the win. I don't think that they could probably come in and going, oh, okay, we'll just get through this game and then focus on, on next week against the West Tigers. I think that they need to really put in a good performance here, otherwise they could be found out.
1: And that's the problem with the Panthers. You're yeah. not guaranteed that you get that good performance. Yeah, and consistency, Yeah,
3: exactly. They've that, been missing that, I think, that, this year. They haven't won two in a row, or they haven't won more than two in a row. Yes, So. yes.
1: Yeah, yes. yeah, a little bit down on that. Roosters up against the Cowboys. Roosters' worst performance of the year, in my mind, on Monday night. Uh, I know Mitchell Pearce was out, but I thought they were pretty poor uh, against a really good Panthers side. Cowboys, you could argue pretty strongly their worst performance of the year. Certainly, Jonathan Thurston's, and um, you know they put a lot of pressure on him and, and shut down his kicking options and shut down his time more than anything. In saying that. Cowboys won't put two performances like that back to back. They'll win.
2: No, they have to win. Um, interestingly though, a few stats going in the Roosters' favour. Mm. Um, the Cowboys haven't won at Allianz Stadium since 2010. All right. Um, and Jake Granville's out, which um people may not think is too much of a loss because Ray Thompson's obviously a really handy player. But Jake Granville's been amazing. Good point. Um, over the past couple of months. So if they if they if they're gonna win, it's a good opportunity to get the Cowboys.
1: Mind you, I thought Jake yeah. Granville probably had his worst game of the year. In well, that I game think of they, yeah, yeah
3: they I think they all kind of, of did. Yeah. But, um, yeah, the risk is I think that probably after having so much success over such a kind of extended period of time, they might just be going back into their shells and going, okay, what are we actually playing for here? And, um, yeah, last week definitely showed that. I think that they were very quiet in the, in the dressing room afterwards. Um, but Jared Roy Hargreaves is back. So he'll definitely add something. I think that he always gives a hundred percent and no one could ever accuse him of, you know, not giving his all. So, um, I think that they will test the Cowboys a little bit. I don't think it'll be as easy as people might predict it to be, but, Cowboys should get the win.
1: Mitchell Pierce, I saw him walking around the other day. He had like a moon boot thing on his calf too. So mm. I don't know if was mm. precautionary or what the situation was. But um, huge game Monday night down there at Canberra at GIO Stadium. The Raiders up against the Storm. Now, very contrasting styles, but both the, you know, I think going into the game against the Rabbitohs for the Raiders, I thought, well, they're in the top three, but you've still got to convince me that they're a top three side. Um, They win that by 50 points and still they didn't play that well. Then they go down and beat all right a Michael Ennis-Less Cronulla and they they do it comfortably away from home. They're starting to convince me that they're a premiership threat.
2: Absolutely agree. The only reason I went the Storm this week is I feel they were um, obviously – Not that good against South Sydney last week. And Mm. the Storm are a kind of team that don't put that performance up twice in a row. Um, Though the Raiders do have this – they do trouble the Storm because you're right, the contrasting styles. Like if the Raiders can get some space and throw it around and and sort of get a few line breaks, um, you never know what can happen with them. Absolutely. I am so excited.
1: Yeah, huge Me
2: too, me too. I think that –
3: the Raiders, they have that advantage where they're yet to convince anyone, so I think they're yet to convince other sides as well. Mm. Um, and But as you said, they do play such different brands of football, So, um, but part of the way that the Raiders win is they get those fast play the balls off their big forwards and, and things like that, and then they can shoot it out to their outside backs. But um, Melbourne are obviously expert at, at slowing down the ruck, so um, it'll be very interesting to see who... Which which style of play actually ends up winning here?
1: Massive game for Chase Blair, you know he's been really good in first grade this year. Um, this is now he's up against the uh, Leilua Rapana um, pairing that are just. Leilua, Leilua,
2: hashtag Leilua.
3: Hashtag Are we using hashtag Leipana?
2: Leipana. <laughs> apparently, that's, it's it, that's like the, Brangelina. Thing the couple.
1: Oh, I see. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I get Lay it. Pana. I'm not sure I'm running with <laughs> that. I get it, it, I though. Love yeah, it Yeah, yeah. I love yeah. It. <laughs> uh, Have you been using that, Pam, on social media?
3: <laughs> no, but apparently, that's that's their name. The, the, the Raiders have it. The Raiders
2: have it. Yeah, official name of the duo Leipana. 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 Okay, I don't
1: mind it. I might use it, but I don't mind it. <laughs> uh, so there you go. They are the games that are coming up. Oh, the other feature that you had in the Big League magazine we wanted to talk about, you have mentioned that Ben Hunt and uh, Anthony Milford one. Um, of course, the Olympics are going on at the moment and we're enjoying those. Um, some fantastic performances from athletes all around the world. But there's uh, real links to uh, rugby league and the Olympics over the course of history too, Maria.
2: That's right. Um, way back in uh, the early 1900s, there were obviously that big group of players who um, left Rugby Union to come and play Rugby League and sure. really sort of, um, they played in the Olympics for the Rugby Union team, Yes, but um, came over, started this great game, made it what it is. Yes. Um, and also guys like um, Jeff Fennick, who obviously played a couple of games in reserve grade, Darren Clark, Sonny Bill Williams.
1: Why do you say that like that? <laughs> you really have to, it's nearly a decade ago, Maria. <laughs> Got to let it go. Let it go. Let I, it go. I, I feel like no, hashtag look, let it go. I've
2: let it go. I've just drawn a little moustache. <laughs> <laughs> on his picture. I think he had a
1: moustache at one stage, didn't he? Sonny Bills. Yeah, During he did. During his yeah. at, at the Roosters. Look, a little yeah, flavour uh,
2: saver. Yeah, look, I'm just being, he's a very, very talented player, obviously. Um, And Dick Thornett, number one. What a legend. Water polo. Fair. Yeah. yeah.
1: Water polo rugby union rugby league uh, for Australia and part of the famous Thornett brothers who grew up in Bronte and there's uh, their brother Ken who played for Parramatta, fullback, the mayor of Parramatta. He guested over at Leeds for a couple of seasons and and the speculation is that when he played for Leeds during his two years there, he never made a mistake. There you go. In, the, in his two games there, <laughs> did
3: he touch the he, ball? Well, they didn't do it much. Well.
1: Like they weren't doing those <laughs> sweeping backline plays. <laughs> so you're saying the mayor of Parramatta, Ken Thornett, kept himself out of the play at Leeds. So he. <laughs> so I'm in your a last mistake. game. I mean, I'm not game. saying anything. Just all seems that, a bit sus All that spray on the hands just. So <laughs> I don't want to make a mistake. I don't. <laughs> I'm sure it wasn't that way, Pam. I'm sure it you're wasn't either. Deeply cynical, I can't believe. It. I
3: know. That's why I'm a jeno.
0: Radio Hub is Australia's premier podcasting facility. With high-quality sound equipment and production services, Radio Hub is a one-stop shop for all your podcasting needs. So, if you're ready to jump into the exciting realm of podcasting, Contact Radio Hub on 0402 870 900 or email info at radiohub.com.au.
1: Arguably the most popular segment of the podcast, which is the uh, prizes, the fearless predictions and our um, social media player of the week uh, for Big League magazine. Now remember, if you have a Big League magazine and you take a photo of yourself and you post it on social media... And you hashtag it my big league, then you are a chance to win an outstanding prize. It's a four nations trip for at the end of this year. So have your passport ready, and you can do it courtesy of the rugby league experience and big league magazine. So huge trip, and uh, the decision will be made by j- judges who are, um, can be trusted. <laughs> uh, now uh, in the studio here with uh, Pam Whaley, and lucky enough to be joined by Brad Arthur. The back uh, <laughs> It's a nice uh,
3: outfit you've got, Brad. <laughs>
1: Is that denim on denim, Brad?
3: Lovely denim shirt. (laughs) Go para.
1: Go para. (laughs) First time you've ever said that, Maria Cialis. No, it is Maria Cialis. There you go. It's not Brad Arthur. Good trick there. Great mag. Yeah, great mag. Absolutely. Go and buy it. How much is it charging you these days? Five
2: bucks. Five Five bucks. Nothing.
1: Six in New Zealand, if you're listening over there. Uh, But your dollar's weak, (laughs) so that's okay. Uh, Now... Uh, we've told about the prizes. Many entries coming in for that one, Ria?
2: Yeah, we had some. Um, someone from Africa take their magazine over oh, there. Oh, hard to beat. Um,
1: Passports up to date.
2: Yeah, and one of my favorites is a man who's been collecting for 40 years in front of his bins of big leagues having a read. That's, he's a legend.
1: That's going to be hard to be too, isn't it? Like you've coughed up your equivalent of $5 every, every week for 40 weeks. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah, well it used it, to be a dollar It, 50 it used to
2: be like $0.50. Uh, yeah,
1: equivalent. You know, you know, Inflation. Yeah, all that, yeah, all having, that I haven't adjusted for the CPI <laughs> and all that, but you, you're right. We should. Social media star of the week. Have we got a social media star of the week?
2: We sure do. Nate Miles, um, he's been tweeting a lot, which is great because he's hilarious. Um, so he's got a picture of Brent Tate holding the uh, the $1,000 Man of the Match <laughs> <laughs> prize and says, you've got to hand it over, hashtag Taita.
1: Oh, boom. <laughs> Would have played a lot of State of Origin with uh, Brent Tate <laughs> and for Australia, so <laughs> maybe the there's a little insight there. Who was that for Sean Johnson? For Sean Johnson. Sean right, Johnson, yeah. yeah. You've got to hand over that check, the Mazda. I is. think you <laughs> can. Yeah,
3: I think you actually need that check. You've got to go and cash it in at the bank. and you
1: take the check in? I love the way that. You what like walk a in giant? You yeah. take
2: a giant novelty check to the bank. Okay.
1: would you do <laughs> Like seriously, if you won a golf tournament and you had w- arrived, at that, just walk into Westpac. There you go. There you go. There's my check. Uh, put that in the account, please. Uh, now, uh, I actually have going to take issue with Nate Miles on social media because I, on Friday, uh, put out a tweet saying huge call but correct one, penalty to Eels, hashtag NRL Eels Manly. So that was when Marty Tapao hit uh, Bevan French and I just thought, well, you know. So Nate responded to me and said, not late, not high, not a shoulder charge on a forward pass into a knock on. Off your head, Jimmy. No, Nate, it was a penalty, <laughs> buddy. So there you go. Um, I'll be retweeting that. Maybe. Uh, maybe. <laughs> we, no, very busy no, on
3: Twitter. <laughs> What's he up to these days? He's yeah, very he's got a busy. bit of
1: time. Bit of time on his hands, uh, Nate. Uh, Now, the other thing we have to do is our uh, fearless predictions. Uh, Can we just go back to last week? Maddie (laughs) Studden was in here, the Australian uh, Gillaroos player, uh, the halfback, and she said Jared Hayne would score a try. Wrong, Maddie. Went close. (laughs) It was a good performance. Uh, Pam, what was yours?
3: That Titans would win by 20. Mm. Not even close. No. No.
1: Um, So I did get the points last week. I said that the uh, Titans-Warriors game would double the average crowd for the Titans in 2016. So the average card was 12,227 and there was 25,109 there. So I get there by about 600.
2: Done nah, I don't reckon.
1: What, hang on, what do you mean you don't reckon? You it's get one done. point. You get 0.5
3: No points. way. That's just, you've got to be fearless it's about not, it. You know, know. What, is, what
1: is not fearless about that? You're saying but you're, you're going to double their crowd. Mm,
2: mm.
3: Because of the, the biggest thing that has happened this season, Jared <laughs> oh. uh, Haynes' has returned.
1: Dollars. Careful, girls. I'm going to press red, on, red button on <laughs> <laughs> you guys. Okay. Can cuts to
2: Bowie sitting at his desk?
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where is that guy?
2: He's
1: <laughs> not at his, his desk.
2: What do you
3: mean? Sure,
1: yeah, does he have to share it with someone? Oh, <laughs> I a so. cafe so. Uh, so just to go to the uh, scoreboard on that one, 2-1-1. Uh, one, one.
2: Mm-hmm. Not so bad. We one. Okay. Yeah, we've All got right.
1: some time. Okay. Uh, now, we better go this week. What's your fearless prediction, Maria?
2: Um, sorry for sticking with the Titans, everyone, but um, I'm going to say Ash Taylor will make more try assists than Jared Hain this week against the West Tigers.
1: Oh, now, you're, you're having a go at me about not being fearless. That
2: is very fearless. That is
1: not fearless. They're, they're probably like, you know, if you had a betting market, they're probably like $1.90 each of two.
2: Well, we don't, so that's my prediction. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: It's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good point. All right, Pam.
3: Um, well, I was going to go that the Cowboys would uh, beat the Roosters but it would be tight so it would only be by six but I think I'm going to go the Roosters to beat
1: the Cowboys. Wow. That's nuts. So short turnaround? Fearless. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah
3: you're right.
2: Okay. Oh, let's hear Jimmy's. Mm. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the crowd will be, so, by so
3: my <laughs> calculations, <laughs> the crowd is uh, the averages. and So oh.
1: underwhelming.
3: Yeah.
1: Okay. I mentioned it earlier in the podcast. So I think actually I'm going to go a step further and say the Dragons will beat the Sharks on Saturday night. The Dragons will beat the Sharks. Okay. And there's a number of reasons why I said Dugan back, Frizzell, Um uh, Thompson's back as well. I know McInnes is back, but um, I think we've underplayed how important Dugan is to the side and how mm-hmm. they've been, their effort's been really good over the last few weeks. So... That's my fearless... Pretty. Is that okay? All right, I'll pay that. Is that That's okay? fearless, right. yeah.
3: Right. Well done. All
1: right. Probably won't get there, but anyway, <laughs> at least it was uh, fearless. Thanks very much for joining us for the Run to Do the Finals podcast. It's brought to you by Big League Magazine. It's brought to you by Slater and Gordon as well. If you've got a legal issue to tackle, give them a call, 1-800-555-777. Have a great rugby league weekend. Fairy tales. We might see the giant fairy tale of all time.
0: One chip, one moment in time. It looks oh! to me as a finger still work. Wow. He hits it in it!